This Sunday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not. But afterwards he changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave him the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, The first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you. Tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Can you imagine a world where we are all true brothers and sisters and where we all feel like children of God? Can you imagine a world where we all raise our hearts to our Father to tell Him that we truly need Him and that we love Him with freedom, without fear, without impositions, without obligations, without guilt, and only out of selfless love? Don't you think that is God's dream for each one of us? Sometimes I think about it. Sometimes I dream about it because dreaming what God dreams is good. Because one enters in tune with Him. One is hooked on the same wavelength and then everything changes. The Spirit is renewed. Can you imagine a family, a community, a neighborhood, a city, a country, a world where Sunday is truly Sunday, a day of the Lord? How nice it would be. How wonderful it would be to understand that meeting in community on a Sunday to celebrate Mass, to pray and be together, is in some way like that desire your father and mother have that all their children meet to eat together to continue discovering each other. Going to Mass has something to do with that. It involves gathering to listen and to eat. Mass is feeding on what Jesus tells us. It is feeding on His body and His blood to keep on walking and to feed on what makes us live better. Have you ever thought about how your mom and your dad would feel if they waited for you with the table set and you chose to do something else, forgetting how much they love you? What will our Father God and Jesus feel if we chose something else and deprive Him of our presence at every Sunday lunch? What do you feel? Does it matter to you? Today's glimpses of the Gospel has something to do with this. Ultimately, it has to do with how we understand and live our relationship as children of God. When Jesus had to say something deep, he said it without mincing words, so that it would be clear to us and we would not wonder and worry about it. First of all, I remind you that today's parable continues in the same tune as last Sunday's, where Jesus wanted us to understand something important. For those who believed themselves to be the first and who despised those considered last, it is important to understand that the equation is not so mathematical and that not everything is as linear as we sometimes believe. But today's reading is terrible. It's even more powerful. 
Did you pay attention? I'm going to repeat a phrase that you should never forget. Truly, I say to you that the tax collectors and prostitutes will get into the kingdom of God before you. Do you realize how striking and powerful these words are? Do you realize what it meant to tell the priests of that time such a truth? Now, you don't have to be a priest to consider that this can also happen to us. You don't have to be a prostitute or a corrupt person to consider that Jesus can be speaking to us. Because the risk of believing that being the first and ending up being the last, or the risk of saying yes, we're convinced, and then not doing the will of the Lord, that is a risk for all of us. Likewise, the opposite is true. If we're convinced that we're one of the last, and living as if we were excluded from grace, from love, and forgetting that Jesus always gives us a chance until the end of life, or if we've rebelled and said no to faith initially, and then finally ended up being obedient children of God, this possibility is for everyone. All of us run the risk, and we all have a chance. We all run the risk of being superficial and thinking that being good children of God is to say a quick yes, without realizing that in reality, sometimes we respond this way to safeguard appearances out of fear, out of guilt, out of habit, out of tradition, or because we worry what people may say. There are so many reasons why we can say yes, but if we don't respond freely out of love, then deep down we don't consider ourselves children of God, and we don't love Him freely. Beware of superficial religion, superficial faith, of the spirituality of appearances, but which isn't real or profound and is not that of free children. We all have the possibility of being the first for God, even though we actually behave like the last. We can all stop being considered last for others even though we have fled God and lost ourselves in sin, selfishness, materialism, ambition, sensuality, in a world without God, without Father. And if we've ever said no in the past, we all have the possibility to say yes to God. What good news that is! How wonderful it is to know that even a prostitute, even the most corrupt of the corrupt people, even the worst of the worst, have the possibility to repent and say yes to Jesus in order to become one more child of God, a saint. Aren't you happy about this? How wonderful that God is so good. But how sad it can be when we are not children of God and ultimately not siblings. Can you imagine a world where we all live like children and behave like brothers and sisters? I still do. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.